This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It's the overtime! Welcome to Friday, by the way. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, Ryan Gills, Gilbert, Cole Carmody. I kind of vary how I introduce those two. Okay, guys, let's get out there and make a difference. One day, Cole's third. The other day, Gills is third. I just want them to be like roommates and brothers. You already are. There we go. Aww. Speaking of roommates and brothers or sisters, so long in Taco Lucha. That is an amazing segue. Thank you. That is amazing. Are joined at the kitchen, which is kind of like the hip. Joined at the kitchen. One serves burgers. The other serves tacos. They're both incredible and the best service in town. Mostly at so long because Ryan Gills Gilbert works at Taco Lucha and he takes that curve down quite a bit. Agreed. Yep. He gives me attitude every time I ask for a fresca, he gives me a beer. I'm not I'm trying to be healthy. Here's a beer. It's all his fault. Get into Lucha and Saloon. Yes. Get in there. I know you like to do that. I know if you're a case dater and you don't enjoy either Taco Lucha or So Long Saloon, are you really a case dater? Wow. That's so deep. I guess you can be. Get in there and have the pin thrown at your girl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that means. Don't even know what that means. Ryan Gills Gilbert has your questions in the overtime here today. If you don't know how it works, this is how it is. People ask us stupid crap. We answer the stupid crap with our own stupid crap, and it ends up in the stupid crappy podcast that people seem to like to listen to. And I add in stupid crappy uh, sound effects and quotes, and I can no longer add in lovely crap music because of uh, those copyright laws. Speaking of which, I avoid music questions at this point. Yeah. Don't ask us music questions. Yeah, we, we can't put any music in, so it just doesn't serve a purpose. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to call you Spotify. out, Fitz. I'm not going to call you out. I mailed in last week. I, I received a text from a listener. Oh boy. Who said there was a lot of uh, drops that could have I know been included, especially the ones that are from the office that said, that's what she said. That's what she said. Apparently, there was lots of that's what she said jokes that did not get included. That could have been included. Last week was a long week. I got to Thursday night, and I'm like, I'm just going to add a few things to call it good. I was. It was a long week. We we worked hard. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. No All drop. Right. From no Chris drop. Six two zero four. Name a <laughs> book you. you read in high school that you really enjoyed. Any genre? Uh, I Hustler. didn't enjoy reading. Hustler. In. Yeah. I read Hustler all the time when I was in high school. Mm. 
Sounds like a lot of words, huh? Yeah. I did not enjoy reading in high school, so I could not tell you what I read and I enjoyed. That. Why did you put this as the first question, Zach? What is going on? I don't. I just what? wanted. I wanted. I put. I put it in there to make sure people know that I don't like to read. Same here. <laughs> Am I the only one that enjoyed reading in high school? Yeah, because you're a dork. Yeah, dork. What'd you read? I really liked reading 1984. Okay. I really liked reading How to Kill a Mockingbird. Was a really good book that I enjoyed reading. But unless you're the Mockingbird. He's right, you know. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. I also, I actually liked Frankenstein. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Really? I did. The second time I read Frankenstein, my freshman year of college, I enjoyed it more than my senior year. But I really enjoyed, you know, there's something about, I'm going to sound like a total nerd here, but there's something about working through hard literature and then finally being able to understand it. And make sense of it. Hello, nerds. It's very, it's a gratifying moment. So satisfying. As I sit here, more than 40 years removed from high school. Horrible, just horrible. I don't remember reading any books, but it might be because the stone tablets were too heavy to carry around. Uh, I mean, seriously. Those things were heavy. Did but. you ever have to read of Mice and Men? Uh, I don't remember reading. I, I remember watching part of the movie. That's it. The book was really good, too. Nope. That book sucked. I, I, I remember Least the favorite part of school. I remember the arrival of talkies, and that was a big You book. know what my favorite book in high school was? Cliff Notes. <laughs> mm. That's what much, I read. How much easier English class would have been... If Shakespeare was never born. You don't like Shakespeare? So much easier. No. I enjoyed Shakespeare. If you say so. I say What's this. So special about it? My favorite Shakespeare play was Othello. But why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? I re- like the mo- And then they but just what made... What fellow are you talking about? I know fellow? I'm going to get, yes, Othello. You, uh, never, you never read Othello? No. I, I, no. Then Shakespeare's then a movie only with... good for Jeopardy categories. <laughs> My sister is a high school English teacher, so I feel like that that compensates for my lack of uh, like, literature. Like the family curve all evens out? Yes. Okay. I would even say that she covers enough for multiple people. Not even like She's like the Kansas farmer who feeds 155 people plus oh. you. She, <laughs> reads bo- she reads enough books for 155 people plus me. Nice. So that's... That's how I describe. So you guys her. never read, even for pleasure. I've read two books in the last five like, years. Would you guys like to guess? Yeah, uh, the, the Rick Ross biography, and then the Rick Ross biography the second time. Huh. Am I right? Huh. You read it twice. Yep. No, so it was Rick Ross biography, Hurricanes, which is about his life and all the hurricanes that represent the you know hardships that he faced to get famous, and then Rick Ross Perfect Day to Boss Up huh. was the second book I read. That doesn't that doesn't count. Those are books. They're New York Times bestsellers, huh? <laughs> I think that you can you can pay the New York Times to put that stamp on your book. I think that's how it works. You buy enough ad revenue and yeah. enough reviews that. I did read books. I just don't remember what they were. That's a long time ago. I mean, I got books in there in my in my satchel because we didn't have backpacks back then. I got my abacus that was made with like stones for math class. I don't know. I had to carry around my globe for geography. There's a lot of stuff going on. Just 
The olden days, learning wasn't as easy as you guys have it nowadays. I'm just an old man. Let's move From on. Chris66204. That, that, had, that had possibilities. I just didn't get there. What is the worst travel experience you've oh, ever had? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And to this day, I have not flown United Airlines since they screwed us over going to... Oh, going to Houston? Uh, Houston. Yeah. How many years ago was that? That was, was the Texas Bowl last was, time. Yeah, be, five Texas years Bowl. ago. Before this Texas Bowl. Yep. I hate all of you. They screwed us over. We're waiting. But I don't want to get into all the details. Let's just say that the guy who was a manager, by the way, just not some lowly employee. It was at the Wichita Airport, right? I think that's – I didn't fly that trip, but I just – I remember uh, the, the rants. Absolutely yes, lied so. to us about a ticket. And, you know, it's just one of those airline rules that I didn't know that one of our traveling party couldn't – had to go down separately. And we asked if we could check in that party and then have their return ticket still be good. And they, the guy said yes, flat out said, yeah, we'll do that. Nope. So we had to buy, Mitch, a whole new $500 ticket to get back. And they wouldn't refund the other ticket. Lesson learned videotape them every time you ask a question now that kind of thing videotape it gills just flat out lied Liar! only thing that comes to my mind is we were visiting my grandma she lives in ashland kansas far mm -hmm. west yeah that's a lot of airline and my dad insisted on getting me and my brother these uh like frosties from a wendy's gas station like a you know mm -hmm. and within like 15 minutes i did not want to eat this thing but i did and within 15 minutes, I was yakking everywhere. So that was a really oh. fun car ride home. <laughs> and then nice. my brother was like, thought he was going to throw up his bed. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't have any throwing up stories, but I'd say the worst travel experience I've had, um, I have two. So the first story I have, it's not really, I don't know if it's travel. I was in the car for about an hour and a half and it was a bus. Okay. And this was when I was in high school and we're going up to play Blue Springs South. So from Olathe North. To Blue Springs South is about 45 minutes. Shouldn't usually. be that far. I mean, you're north, they're south. But um, go ahead. Um, so it's about 45 minutes, but there was traffic, so it turned into an hour and a half. And you can imagine on a school bus, an hour and a half, and this is like the beginning. This is like week two, so it's extremely hot outside. It's the you know middle of September, and so throughout the day, kids are. Pounding waters. They're chugging water, trying to stay hydrated. Well, what happens when you drink water? You oh, I know. To, you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Congratulations. How do you feel? I got a pig. <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. We had kids. We're sitting, stopped on the highway. Whatever highway that is that takes you right by Lee Summit. We're stopped on the highway. Downtown? Not downtown Lee Summit. <laughs> <laughs> kids are having... To pee in water bottles. Or some kids were even like peeing out the window because they were about ready to pee themselves. <laughs> and we get to Blue Spring South. We're supposed to get there around 530. We get there at 640, 20 minutes before kickoff. We walk in. There is one toilet in the visitor's locker room. And the only other thing in there is a prison-style shower. You can imagine the kids that didn't pee on the school bus. They had to pee in the school. Let's just say I feel bad for the shower. 
<laughs> because it turned into a prison-style urinal. And uh, that was probably one of the worst travel experiences. Uh, that is the worst experience I've had on a school bus. Worst travel experience I've had in general was last summer when I had to drive 12 and a half hours on a charter bus to Baton Rouge, Louisiana from Kansas City with a bunch of 15-year-old kids. That was not fun. I can tell you right now, that was not fun, especially because half of them had never seen these famous baseball movies we were watching. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the bus ride from Olathe North to Blue Springs South was probably the worst like actual bus ride I've ever been on. You know, thinking about this question, I've been incredibly fortunate to not have like major airline problems or knock on you know, wood. Yeah, knock on wood. There's no wood to knock on, so lovely. Um, the worst like memory I remember though is like we went to New York City. I think I was like in eighth grade or something, and our flight out the next morning to, back to Kansas City was like five in the morning or something. It was something ridiculous that we were leaving. So what did my parents decide that we were going to do? We're not going to stay the night in the hotel and wake up at three in the morning to get the airport because we were, we were flying out of Newark from New York City. So like the worst one, I mean, all of them are bad, but I think Newark is the worst one. So we go to Newark at like, 10 at night or 11 at night or whatever we leave our hotel i don't know how we i think we checked out of our hotel and we put our luggage at the front desk and got it and went to the hotel or went to the airport we were there obviously trying to sleep in uncomfortable airport chairs mm -hmm. before security opened so we could fly home and then there was this very intoxicated individual in front of us. Was his name Fitz? No. How did I get into this? <laughs> Who was like arguing with anyone and everyone and like arguing with someone over the phone. It was just like the dude needed to just like chill. He needed to hang out, just calm down. No one was going anywhere. You know, whatever the airline was, wasn't open at five in the or three or four in the morning to check our bags in. But yeah, I don't really ever want to do that again. I would just like to get a hotel by the airport and stay there until we need to leave. I just hate dealing with airlines. They're just, I've never seen an industry that outside of, honestly, Southwest mm -hmm. can have so many employees hostile towards their customers. Travel's stressful. And I'm sorry that you're in the middle of it and you have to deal with all of us that are stressed out. But all these cancellations that are going on around the country because of various reasons, and they, they lie about the reasons, too. They'll quote Wather when it was clearly pilots or, you know. Well, right now, it's all pilot shortage, right? <clears throat> yeah. And there's no they, weather. It's, it's pilots. They yeah, don't have the pilots. Yeah. And this has gone from bad to worse. It's just awful right now. The worst airline story I ever had is one time I was on, um, I was on a flight, and it was the middle of the night. And for some reason, we started hearing this rattling going on. I didn't know what what, the, what it was. Turns out there was a giant snake that was on the plane. Enough is enough! I have had it with these snakes on this plane! Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some windows. And then this I turned to my left. This is a lie. And then I turned to my left. And I see this bald guy. And then he starts cussing. And he said that there's too many snakes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this was a lie. It was a lie. You didn't and then you, then you had to land the plane yourself with Keenan Thompson, right? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. All right. 
I wish I'd seen this movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. Snakes on a plane. It's it's. It was the greatest. premise of last week's podcast. So the the, the greatest <laughs> the greatest name for a movie ever. Snakes on a plane. Honestly, there should have been a sequel for another uh, animal. Another animal that rhymed with a different form of transportation. Hey everyone, this is uh, Fitz. I'm I'm doing this in post production here. I thought of a great answer here. Uh, of course, the sequel would have to be giraffes on some rafts. Now back to the stupid podcast. I don't know. I don't know where else to go. With Monkey that. riding a donkey. I mean, the <laughs> name of that movie is like. If you name Saving Private Ryan Dying on the Beach. <laughs> Don't spoil it. I haven't seen that movie. Well, well that's, there's nothing spoiling about it. You haven't it. seen Private Ryan? They don't save him? What? I didn't say anything there. You just... Why is it called Saving Private Ryan if they don't save him? They tried and failed? <laughs> Messing up your mission with Ryan. Let's go. Let's what the girls always say. Do we have another question, please? Please, <laughs> From Imarica. Each of you give a summary of your favorite Aggieville moment from college. Ready? Go. Really? I think I've shared this one before. Uh, my buddy Todd was bartending at Bushwhackers after a K-State victory over KU. And he challenged me to drink 10 double Jack and Cokes. <laughs> I, I accomplished this. As best I know, I accomplished it and walked back to my apartment on Vatier at 2 a.m. to wake up the next day and discover that there had been a riot in Aggieville. <laughs> a riot that started well before 2 a.m. A riot that I walked right through to get to my house on Vatier and didn't know what had happened. So thank you, Todd Brown, for your great bartending service that night at Bushwhackers and I missed out on a riot that hey, I apparently was in. There you are in that picture walking by. I wish I was <laughs> uh, to this day I've got a, a picture of the Aggieville riot outside of what was our business front the old Varsity Theater and there are like, like four or five fraternity brothers in that photo as they flip over a car. You're telling us you're not the VW bug there? Yeah. <laughs> Those are my guys. Each and every day in Aggieville as a bartender is the the best memory. Oh. They're all the same. It's a great day. Whatever. Every day. Honestly, it makes sense. You working there and working there for like a year now. I could totally feel that where it's just like, this is Aggieville for me. Mm -hmm. It's behind this bar. Yep. What about before you started working there? Mm, I don't know. I knew my destiny in life was to be a bartender forever. So I had no idea. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can I can give any of my favorite Aggieville summaries. So, I don't know. I, I'll, I don't know. I'll go. Uh, there was one night where it was like a Thursday night, and we obviously met up with people that I hadn't known. And just, you meet people in Aggieville like that. And you're like, hey, after Aggieville, this is one of the drunkest moments I think I've ever been in my life. In Aggieville, anyway. Not in, like, San Antonio on the Riverwalk or something, but, like, in <laughs> Aggieville. Uh 
um, we end up at a, an after hours and this was, I think the Bluemont was under construction at this point. It was in the, like the lofts or like the condos that are just to the north of the Bluemont. There was an after hours there. And this is the one and only time that I played slap the bag. Mm. Yes. Mm. Anyway, I woke up the next morning very hungover. It was the first time I threw up since like elementary school. I'm not even kidding. Uh, I, I took great pride in never throwing up, but uh, I don't drink purple Powerade anymore after that After that night. Uh, but I go to class Friday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, whatever. There was a class I needed to go to. The girl I was sitting next to the entire semester was the girl I was slapping the bag with the night before. <laughs> and I didn't realize who she was That's until amazing. I sat down. And I was just like, last night, yep, we felt like garbage the next day we, you made it we did make it to class but it was it was very funny i was just like hey we were slapping the bag together last night it's like yeah so a story that i'll share that deals with Aggieville. it deals with one of mr gilbert's good friends mm. um he shall remain nameless but there was he he was uh, always trying to be a good wingman mm. we've talked about this on here Okay, yeah. So he he's trying to be a good wingman, but he would always come over to to Ryan's house and kind of just show up uninvited. And it was, you know, at first it was cool, but one night Ryan and I were over at his house. We're like, let's just let's go out. We'll leave this unnamed individual at the house. He was friends with the other people there, and so we tried to sneak out the back. <laughs> and we sneak out the back and start walking. Then all of a sudden we hear, "Oh, Mr. Gilbert, Mr. Gilbert, where are you going?" And he found us, and we took off sprinting and took a left into Aggieville and ran away from what him. What jackasses. <laughs> I'll never forget that night. You guys are so mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> the humans will be right back. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The ads are done. Speak humans. From pickles. Hey, Fitz, you're not going to say pickles. Oh, pickles. What is your, what is the largest number that is allowed to be a person's favorite? Sorry. Oh, that's a quiet. good. Oh. 99. I think 99 is the largest number that you can have. You cannot have a triple digit number. Yeah, that is weird. I you can't, you can't say 100. What's your favorite number? 173. Why? That's how old I am. I don't know. And I would honestly say it needs to be single digits or 19 What is or your lower. favorite I would number. say 21 is the cutoff. I don't know. 23 has kind of always been one of my favorite numbers. That's Mitch Richmond's number. Don't, yeah. 
Mine's my favorite number's two. Can I say Ooh. his is fifty two, I didn't know that. Mm, yeah. I would say sixty two. Can I say double zero to sixty eight and then seventy to ninety nine? Yes. Yes. Cooper Beebe would be disappointed. Why? Your favorite number cannot be 69 Cooper, as a grown man. Did Cooper Beebe change numbers? Oh, is he not 69? No. Noah, Noah Johnson. Johnson. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, Come sorry, on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Your favorite number cannot be 69 if you are a grown man. Is that like wearing a jersey? Yes. If you're the there's a there's an axis and the same point where you become too old to wear a jersey is the same age that you become that you cannot have 69 as your favorite I'm number. I'm going to say this right now that if Kansas State ever any institution ever recruits an offensive lineman named Nice and they don't have the number 69, they are missing out on one of the greatest NIL opportunities of all time. Okay, let's be blunt here. 69 is not my favorite number. So quit looking at me while you say that. <laughs> I just had a feeling. It's 96, isn't it? It's 96, yeah, because I'm lazy and want to lay down. Uh, uh, I, uh, I'm going to say my favorite number is 13, just because I like to defy bad luck. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, no, I hate that. Ugh. Okay. Okay. I, can't, I, can't, I I avoid the number thirteen. Boy, Ugh. from yes, pickles once again. Uh, pickles. You are having a contact a contest against an unknown random contestant. The consequences for losing are dire, but you get to pick the contest. What skill determines your fate? I feel like I I feel pretty confident for me saying golf. If it's completely random and unknown right. and it wasn't biased, if the selection wasn't biased towards my tendencies of what I would pick, golf. It's Pro- not hard. Probably three ball juggling. Really? Not what? four. Can't, I never figured out four. I can juggle. Not as well as I used to. When <laughs> my eyes are bad. But, yeah, I mean. Where'd you find the third? Uh, that was a testicle joke. But um, uh, look, I don't have that many great skills. There was one time I could drink anyone under the table, but now that's passed. Now I'm a freaking lightweight. Oh, Welcome man. to the club. Okay, so here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We like to think about the things that we are somewhat good at, right? There is a lot of people that are a lot better than us, and there is a lot of people that are a lot worse than us. Yes, Zach, I agree with you that if you went up against the random everyday Joe, you would beat them in golf. I fully believe that. But on the off chance that you were to get paired with someone who I mean, <laughs> was better than you, and golf is such a random thing. Like you could play There's good. what, 8 billion people on this planet? The chances of them Eight being billion, trillion. Tri- is it trillion? It is trillion. No, it's billion. No, you <laughs> eight billion people. Eight billion trillion. Billions the ch- of people. <laughs> the chances of them not only being a golfer, being a good golfer that is better than me. That sounded really pretentious. Uh, I go for Colbert Hills, <laughs> like it's like it's some ritzy country club. <laughs> no, I think the 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 number of people that are single digit handicap golfers or better that I could draw as a random contestant, I think that my chances are very high of being able to win. Okay, I'm gonna say if this is how we're gonna do it, I'll say being able to strike somebody out. Like, nice. give me the ball, and I'll, stri- I'll strike somebody out. Give me a baseball, and I'll strike somebody out. Because I feel like 
Do I get to take pitches or do I have three yeah, swings? No, no, no. You, I balls and strikes. Yeah, he's got to throw strikes first. I'll be the umpire or get you to swing. That's. I think that's <laughs> that's very confident of you, Cole. I that's fully, what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I can I can legitimately throw four pitches. Let me know when you're doing it, uh, so we can plan the funeral. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Gills, what do you got? Mario Kart Double Dash on GameCube. That's a great answer. I will kick anyone's ass. Nice. Mario, sorry, Mario Kart. Yes. Which which track did you say? Double Dash. That's the game on GameCube. Any any track. Oh. You can pick the track, Zach. Oh, Double Dash. It's the is it the two? You have two competitors yes. in the cart. Okay. Yes. So you got like Peach and Mario or whatever you want. They can do whatever they want in that car. Hmm. Whatever they want. That sounded like Nixon. Thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I t- <laughs> so, Fitz, what are you going to say? I said three ball juggling. Oh, that's right. Duh. Okay. I, but look, there was a time when I, the old uh, hockey game, I had never, when I was a kid, the, the one with the little game where you had the little Pong? Sticks. No, no. This was actually a physical hockey game. Pac-Man. Oh, for God's sake. It's not a video game, kids. It was an Is actual it- physical. Dome hockey? Well, yeah, it could be dome hockey. In more advanced states, it was dome hockey, but. For all of us, uh, you know, peons back Table in the day, hockey. It was just table hockey, yeah. It wasn't, yeah. There was no dome on top? Mm. No. I mean, there was an attachment where they dropped the puck for you, but yeah. So it's like foosball, but hockey? Well, it wasn't, but your your sticks were all at one end. Like you were at behind the net you were defending. Okay. And then like all the other guys, like the, you had a goalie and I think four other players that would slide up and down. Mm. It was good. Yeah. Interesting. I kicked ass in that. Got any more? That's, that that was it. Next no. question. Pickles. We we're, got not, we're like halfway done. I asked if we had any more, oh, and I you should you, you had no. Any more uh, skills that you could, no, like okay. juggling. No. Pickles asks, if your fingers dispensed condiments, <laughs> oh, which five God. condiments would you choose? <laughs> oh, this is... <laughs> uh, mustard. Ketchup, mustard, ranch, honey mustard, Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, wow. So specific. You were doing well until the Chick-fil-A sauce. Honey mustard for me. Ranch. I like spicy mustard. I put that on my sandwiches sometimes. Barbecue sauce. Specific kind of barbecue sauce. Probably like... Gates for me. Gates, yeah. Gates. Gates. Um, And then... Riley. After that... I don't know. I'm just going to go with the four. Well, mustard, ketchup, mayo, barbecue sauce. The problem with barbecue sauce is it like sweet baby rays. That's what I think with with barbecue right. sauce. It's just like like barbecue when when you went to elementary school and it was barbecue something or whatever and you get get it with the sauce and you get barbecue sauce always the worst possible sauce mm-hmm. to dip in barbecue is the worst sauce well, for dipping why would we be picking the worst barbecue sauce instead of the best one which for me is but like but like when i think that. when i think barbecue sauce is a sauce i'm thinking like dipping sauces i like here. to dip french fries in barbecue it's sauce it's not when you go to a barbecue place, that's not a, a barbecue dipping sauce. Yeah, that's a barbecue sauce. It's not for dipping. It's for barbecue. I don't know. Well, you I make up your own rules. Then why do you have ranch dressing as a dipping sauce when it's a dressing for a salad, Boom. you deviant? Well, isn't ranch different than ranch dressing? 
Not necessarily. Is queso a condiment? I wouldn't want to put like. <laughs> I would not say queso is a condiment. Okay. I would say that ranch, like so long ranch, that's too drippy and runny to be a salad ranch, wouldn't you? I bet they put it on their salads though. They probably do put it on their salad. I don't know. Nobody's going to vote for buffalo. Oh, I, I forgot buffalo. about that. No. Actually, I'm taking out. That's going to be your fifth. That's going to be my fifth. There yeah. You go. Yep. Oh, you do hate buffalo, don't you? Buffalo's you don't. You don't like anything with flavor. <laughs> He's a Pittsburgh fan. He can't have buffalo. True. Yeah. So what do you have, Ryan? Pittsburgh beat Buffalo last year. Uh, I don't think anyone gives a about my opinions. There we go. So there next it is. He had to do it. Had to do it. In the 29th minute, he had to drop the <laughs> Zach, do I even have to, like, ask this question? <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome because I have no idea what it is. He put it in there. I was like, whatever. You put it in there. <laughs> he asked the question. You put in the question. Ask it now. I want it. <laughs> <sighs> Zach, this is from Wizard. Zach, who is your favorite Formula One team slash driver? I've never been a racing fan before, but after watching Drive to Survive, I'm getting into the drama of Formula One. I don't have a specific. <laughs> Thanks for the mic, Gills. <laughs> I don't really have a specific driver. I like Lewis Hamilton. I like Max Verstappen. I regret after last season, Lewis Hamilton not winning because I think it's, he's going to struggle to get his eighth world championship. But from a team standpoint, I like cheering for Haas because they're Americans. I like seeing Americans do well, but they suck right now. So I think my favorite Formula One driver is Mario Lemieux. Close on the first name. <laughs> Hockey on the last name. <laughs> well, so what? My favorite Formula One driver is Jean Girard. Jean Girard? Is that, uh, is that really Delta Knights? Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I do hate Fernando Alonso. Yeah. He's my Fernando least Alonso favorite one. He's probably my least favorite, too. Even his name's kind of douchey. <laughs> who's Fernando Alonso? No, he's, he's somebody who should be well retired, who's. Stealing seats from people that shouldn't should have seats. So like me, yeah. How's okay. Jeff Gordon doing this year? He is a broadcaster for Fox. Oh, okay. NASCAR. I don't know. He hasn't raced NASCAR in I don't know how many years. Same He's, thing with Dana Danica Patrick, right? She's also mm. long retired. Mm. Long retired. Never. They never drove in Formula One, though. If you were wondering. Mm. Why is it named Formula One? Because the rules mm-hmm. and regulations is the formula that you have to build your car to. That's yeah, why it's first formula. called Formula One. Sergio Perez is number two in the rankings right now. Sergio Perez? Mm-hmm. I believe it's Sergio. If you want to say it that way. Sergio Perez. How's that? Is AJ Foyt in there at all? AJ Foyt? Richard, mm-hmm. Richard Petty? Man, we're just... Pierre Gasly. Is that how you say his name? You're, you, as much Pierre Gasly. Really stay on this topic. Maybe we should go to the next. Fernando Alonso from Spain. I just I like how Cole is just saying everybody's name with the same accent regardless of where they're I from. I like my adoration like my women. American. Lance Stroll. And low gas mileage. Canadian. Okay. Okay. Let's okay. Yeah. Please get us. <laughs> Zach, I want to hear more about F1, please. 
I want to hear more about F off. <laughs> From Polis Nelson, this is the last question of our podcast. You get to pick one coach, player, one media member from Kansas State history to spend a week-long wild and crazy vacation. Where do you go? Who are your picks? Mm. Fitz has got to be the media member. Coach, player, media member. I'm a, I'm a, Why, like, does Kellis think he's getting picked here? Is Fullis Nelson Kellis and he wants us to pick him? <laughs> it's Arnie. Arnie. Is it it's Arnie? Current? <laughs> Is it current? Uh, it says K State history, but uh, yeah, history. Yep. Okay, know. former coach Frank Martin. Yeah. Uh, former player uh, Marcus Watts when he was fun. Did you hear that? I hope you heard that Watts. Uh, and media member would have to be, without a doubt, Kevin Haskin, formerly the Topeka Capital Journal. I feel like that's an actually attainable. <laughs> yeah, trip. I can call these three guys. You can call any of them, and they'd probably say, "Yeah, Fitz, sure. why not? Let's go, let's go." What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Are we here to drink? I don't drink. Haskins over there on his thirty-third beer. The guy drank. I don't know, like twenty-one beers in a. 18 rounds of golf for the media golf tournament. 18 rounds of golf? 18 holes of golf? God. 21 I'm sorry, beers. I'm sober. I don't operate well sober. 18 holes of golf, he drank like 21 beers or 23 beers. Some kind of incredible record. That sounds like John Daly at the PGA Championship, but instead of beers, cigarettes. Mm. He averaged more than a cigarette a hole. Um, for my answer, we're going to go see the Grand Canyon. I'm going to go with Colin Klein. Oh, I had to pick a location, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd have missed that. Okay, go ahead. Well, we're going to you're go to the Grand You're taking Canyon. Colin Klein to the Grand Canyon. Listen, we're going to go to the Grand Canyon. Is he going to take his uh, listen, dune buggy? Listen, this is what we're going to do. It's going to be me, Colin Klein, Bill Snyder, and Arnie Green. It's going to get wild. It's going to be Colin Klein. I feel bad for for like talking bad about media members, but Colin Klein is the most interesting person on that trip. He would be the most wild person on that trip, and it's not even close. It's true. So, Gales, you got something over there? The only thing that I would want is for Cartier Jada to come with me wherever I go. I like it. You are, that, you, Riley? are you bringing Riley? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Bruce, Cardi, Riley, and Gills. And we're going. To Where are you going? Probably 135th Street at Overland Park, <laughs> right by Whataburger. <laughs> Where Riley may or may not live. <laughs> or, or like uh, we're showing we're, up at your house. We're, we're, we're gonna go to Las Vegas, but not actually Las Vegas. Somewhere in the desert, Riley meet us there. Las Vegas, Pack New Mexico. <laughs> I don't even know how I top that. Oh, you gotta, yeah, try. I got to. Uh, here, while you think, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my answer. Okay. I'm gonna go to the Golden Corral. Okay. With yeah, Mark Mangino. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, Fitz has got to go too. I, I, I'm so getting thrown under the bus on this answer. Michael Beasley and Fitz. Michael Beasley? Yeah. Beasley? No, you got to do like. He would uh, make the food taste Timmy a Warren. lot better. He would make he would make the food just taste a lot better. Oh yeah. Well, he'd, we'd all be secondhand smoke high. <laughs> Which former or current, I guess, K State 
player of any sport do you think would be the biggest gambler? Well, based on his uh, completion percentage, Adrian Martinez. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, going to Vegas, I'm taking Fitz as the media member. I'm taking Chris Kleiman because he looks like he enjoys blackjack. I think he would. I think he would love to gamble. He does not. I don't know who the player. (laughs) I'm not playing poker. I suspect uh, Noah Johnson would be fun. But as I've always said, if there's one guy that I'm confident has crushed beer cans on his forehead at the lake, it's Jack Stanine. Ooh. But we're not. We're gambling. We're not crushing beer cans on our forehead. But I agree. And and if you told me if you if I had to pick a person that has stuck their arm up a catfish, okay. and noodled, mm-hmm. uh, Jack Stanine is definitely the guy that looks like he's noodled. Yeah, I probably or Noah Johnson. They both probably noodle. Um. <laughs> Can I add one player? Please do. I'm gonna bring Ahmad Wainwright with me. <laughs> uh, oh. I think he'd be after me. <laughs> oh my gosh, we gotta go. We gotta go. I'm just ashamed that I wasn't picked by all of you. Uh, as the media member, because uh, we know we'd have a damn good time. You are a lot of fun. We would not remember this time, but it would be a good time had by all. Fitz, go get some shots. Okay, coach. I don't drink. Don't don't bring me one. Frank would just make sure everyone's hammered. Does he not? He doesn't drink anymore. Uh, he drinks. I think he's back to drinking some beer stuff. But mm. but yeah, that's it. That's it for the podcast. <laughs> Riley, best of luck. Best of luck. That's all I got to say. Thanks for listening to The Overtime. It is what it is. Make sure you're listening to our questions, podcasts, all of our podcasts, and The Life of Fitz coming up on Monday morning at Go Powercat. Thank you for listening to The Powercat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+.